Beloved brothers and sisters, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us that God Himself is not begotten. Uh oh. The Christians say God had a son. Right? That he got from a virgin. Is that right, Christians? Don't be angry with me. That's our teaching. But do we understand it? Virgins don't conceive. If they conceive, they're no longer a virgin. But the scripture said, and a virgin shall conceive. How did she conceive? The scripture says, the Holy Ghost came up on her. It uses the word upon. Upon. Y'all all right? Don't get excited. It's all there in the book. Who is this Holy Ghost? Do ghosts get women pregnant? Your daughter better not come home to you and tell you she was walking by the church and a ghost came out and that's why she's pregnant. <laughs> excuse me. But we, excuse me. But we know for every effect there's a cause. If a woman comes up pregnant, somebody caused it. You don't say something caused it, you say somebody. Because in order to create life, there has to be the germ of life, the sperm of life. And the sperm of life is always carried in the male. Let's look at it now. God in the beginning allowed everything to create after its own kind. Well, if the ghost had a baby, the baby would have to be a ghost. But since, y'all all right? But since the baby was a child with flesh and blood and the mother carried it in the womb with fainting and pain for nine months, then we have to bear witness that there was a father here. It's written in your Bible, but very subtly. Let me see if we can pull it out. Paul speaks. I think it's in Romans. Paul said, Jesus, was the seed of David according to the flesh. But he was declared to be the Son of God according to the Spirit of holiness. Stop right there. Stop right there. Joseph was of the lineage of David. Any father can produce flesh and blood. In fact, that's all we do produce. But only God can make a prophet. 
God can father the mind into that spirit of righteousness. No earthly father can give you that. No earthly father can pass on that. That comes from your growth into the mind and wisdom and will of God. So Jesus is called the Son of God. Not that God was slipping around in Palestine 2,000 years ago getting little virgin girls pregnant. <laughs> Reverend, that's the wrong way to understand the Scripture. The Jews knew Jesus. And the Jews asked the question, is this the carpenter's son? God ain't no carpenter. He's a master builder. They said, is this the carpenter's son? Then they threw up in his face, we are not born of fornication. There were some extenuating circumstances around the birth of Jesus, like there are some extenuating circumstances around most of our births. But even though we are born from strange circumstances, the Bible said, can any good come out of Nazareth? And the world is asking, can anything good come up out of black people? And I say, oh, yes. The world is going to be shocked when the world finds out what's coming up out of this Nazareth. This Nazareth. I'm trying to keep these points tied together. I want to go back to God being not begotten. The Quran says he neither begets nor is he begotten. So when the Quran says this very clearly, every Muslim will say, you see, that's why God could never be a human being. Because all human beings are begotten. Let's look at it. Now I want you to follow this very carefully. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us that before there was a sun, moon, and star, before there was life, he said God is self-created. <clears throat> He said, God created himself out of the material of the darkness. Stop. Before there was anything, there was darkness. But it was a substantive darkness. Not the darkness that we see at night. That is not real darkness. That is called the absence of light because you're just in the shadow of the earth. You live in a universe of light where once we had no light, just total darkness, but matter was in the darkness. 
The scientists say matter is neither created nor destroyed. But matter can be considered created. What do you mean? Even though matter was in the darkness, it is considered nothing because it was without aim and purpose. And anything that is but is without aim and purpose is considered nothing. Black people, you're here. You is, but you ain't. Pardon my bad language. I'm trying to be, and I must be a little more careful of my language. My teacher, Miss Marva Collins, is here, and she would not like that. Miss <laughs> Marva Collins, one of the greatest teachers in America today and in the world. I just have to stop and say that because. You know, the greatest gift that we could have is a teacher. And when you have someone who knows how to teach and shape and mold our children and make them better than we are able to make them, that's a person to be loved, honored, respected, and carried on our shoulders. Every teacher should be carried like that. Brothers and sisters, let me hurry and conclude this subject. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us that electricity is the most mysterious force because no one knows its origin. Now when you have electricity and material in the darkness, then you can get the first germ of life. For whatever happened with electricity and matter, the first atom of life sparked in the darkness. There is intelligence in the life germ. Our own beginning bears witness to the beginning of the universe. Therefore, the very secret of how the universe began is wrapped up in how you and I began. And because you're looking everywhere to find the answer except right where it is under your nose, you don't know the universe because you don't know yourself. And you don't know God because you don't know yourself. If you look at the sperm, everybody all right? There's intelligence in the sperm. The sperm knows exactly what it wants to do. It goes straight for the egg. That's intelligent. Sperm don't have brain. It's just a head and a tail, but that's a head there. When the sperm contacts the egg, it's the first cell of life. That cell starts looking for a firm resting place. Then it builds a clot. There's intelligence in the clot. Then the cells produce brain. 
That's the first thing formed in the baby or the new life is a head. Without a head, you don't need arms. Because the thing that's going to direct the arms and the foot has to be first. And it is the head that calls the arms and the feet into existence. This is why the white man works to destroy your leaders. Because without a head, you can't call a body into existence. And that's why you are always without organization because you never have leadership. Your leadership comes up and when they spot that it is good leadership, they wipe it out. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us that God had to develop brain in order to think through darkness. Please follow this. It took pain and eons of time for God to build himself up in the darkness. He was a light of himself and had light in himself. Since the basis of his life is electricity, then he had light in himself. And from his own brain, he envisioned sun and then called it into existence. Listen, I want you to listen. I know where our time is running. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that after Allah formed himself, not from a mother, but out of the dark womb of space, so space and the darkness of it became his womb. And he came out of that darkness. Then the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said before there was sun, there was a woman. He came out of the womb of darkness with a womb within himself. Every man has a woman in him. Listen good, brothers. Sometimes the woman in man overcomes the man in man. Then we get something else. If you notice, the male has the X and Y chromosome which has the male and the female part. The woman only has the what? The what? Now what does that mean? You're going back into that male stuff, huh? That chauvinism. No, 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 no. I want you to listen to this. Because as Allah came out of that womb, the Quran calls it triple darkness. With a womb in himself. He studied himself. And from himself he fashioned woman. She is his first act of creation. This is why you don't understand women and you can't deal with a woman because you think she is man's woman. She's the woman of God.
is why women are fascinated with men who are doing things, men who are going places. Because they're born from a God who did things. And they don't like to be saddled down with a man that's going nowhere, doing nothing without an aim and a purpose. He created the male and the female, and from them, many men and women. The single essence is God himself. You are born out of the very nature of God. So the woman now is made after the womb out of which God created himself. And in the woman is the secret of God. No, 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 no. I don't want you to clap. I want you to think. The reason you are far away from God is because of your attitude toward women. You'll never find God. You'll never grow to honor God as a mistreater and a disrespecter of women. Mm -hmm. Brothers and sisters, the woman is the secret. She contains the secret. That's why in the Bible, Samson put it in such crude language. If you had not plowed with my heifer, you would not have learned the secret of my riddle. The riddle has been God. But the secret of the riddle is in the woman. And until and unless we become better acquainted with who she is, you may never see who you are. And that's why, going back to the number 12 now, in the 12th chapter of Revelations, you got a woman there, a wonder in heaven, clothed in the sun with 12 stars in her crown, with the moon at her feet. She's an extraordinary woman. John the Revelator saw her running in the wilderness and the dragon standing before the woman who was about to give birth to a man-child that would rule the nations, plural, with a rod of iron. But the dragon stood before the woman to devour her baby as soon as it was born. That's the revelation. But Herod wanted to devour Jesus as soon as Jesus was born. So Jesus and his mother Mary had to flee out of Palestine into Egypt, Africa, because his mother was an African woman. 
I don't know why you're running around looking for a white Jesus. When his mother was an African woman. And the Bible describes him as having hair like lamb's wool. And feet like brass that was burned in an oven. You're looking for the wrong Jesus. Now I think we have to tie this up. I'm so much. I, 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 it's just so much. And I know, no, I know that you've been here a long time. And I don't wish to bore you. But there are three points I'd like to make, then we can go home. And the first point is that God made himself up out of matter. So he's material, yet spiritual. Please listen. Allah, God, says in the Quran, I give life and I cause death. God himself set up the law of life and death. How then did he escape the law that he set up for everything? That he is called the ever-living. Don't, uh, no death comes to God. How could that be? You that are electricians, when you build a house, you put copper wiring in as a transmitter of what? Current, electricity. The current is greater than what is transmitting it. Is that right? The copper can wear out. When the copper wears out, the electricity is suspended until you get another transmitter to transmit that current. Are you listening? God conveys his spirit in this form. This is the best form. There's no form better than this form. The human form. It is not perfect, but it is a good conveyor of the spirit of God. This universe is material, but the essence of the universe is spiritual. The core of the sun is not fire. The core of the sun is the thought projected by the will of God that forms the sun. So when you look at the sun and are warmed by the sun, that's the blessing of the sun. But to understand why God made sun, you have to go into God's mind and his mind is at the core of what he created. But if you don't pierce the veil of the physical, you'll never get to find the essence. This is why we don't know each other until we're gone. You didn't know Dr. King until he was gone. You didn't know Garvey until he was gone. 
You didn't know Jesus until he was gone. Why? Because the physical is a veil that covers the essence of the person. But when the veil is taken away, then you can come to grips with the essence of what makes the person who and what he is. I am not Lewis. That's the name my mother gave me. I am a vessel. Not made by my mother, but came through my mother. My origination is God. So in order to get acquainted with me, you know what I look like, but you don't know me. I know what you look like, but I don't know you. In order to know you, I got to look beyond your hips. You got to look beyond my lips and the way I'm fashioned. You got to look into me. And when you look into me, you'll find the sameness into you. And that's God. Oh, Allah. All praise is due to Allah. He's called the ever-living who never dies. This body goes back to the earth, but God never dies. There's always another form coming up that will allow him to transmit his knowledge, his wisdom, his power, his will through that physical form. He's not a spook. He's not a spirit. He looks like you and me. But we're not allowed to have his picture. And Moses told you, don't make any image to God. Don't make a statue. Don't bow down to that. Why? Because the image will change. But the Spirit of God will never change. The wisdom of God will continue on, but not in this body. So you never have a picture of God because the body can only last so long. But God is forever. So don't make any images. Don't make any statues. Don't bow down to any image. Because no image or likeness of God is worthy to be worshipped. Not the flesh. Because this is finite. It is of God, but it is not God. But it can contain God. God can dwell in this house. Oh, don't get excited. Muslims, the Kaaba at Mecca is made of stone and it's called the house of God. But God don't live there. You call this the house of God, but God don't live here. This is God's house. This is God's house. He can dwell in you if you will open up and let him come in. Let his wisdom come in. Then act 
on his wisdom grow into that knowledge wisdom and understanding till you can exercise power in his name then that's God walking in you God talking through you God living in you then there's nothing in existence but God well whence came the devil Where did this devil come from? Since God created everything, did he create the devil? Come on, theologians, talk to me. Since nothing has been in existence except what God brought into existence, then where did the devil come from? You got to lay the blame on the devil on God. God brought him into existence. Oh, I can't see a good God bringing a devil into the world. For what? Because he knows more than you, emotional thing. You sitting around talking, but a devil will lead you to hell. A devil will do this, and the devil will do that, and the devil will do the other. Yeah, but why did God let it happen? Let's question him. He can speak. God, why did you make a devil? Ask him. He will tell you. Why did you let that devil raise so much hell on the earth? That's what I want to know. Isn't that what you're saying? God, why you let this man drop all these bombs and kill all these people and do all this? Don't you have power to stop this? He said, sure I do. But I'm working out your salvation. 